It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You ready? Let's go! Now live in the Bank Plus studio, where college football meets the all-lifestyle. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming around the world live at the Out of Bounds radio app. And on your radio at ESPN 105.9. Where are you? The Zone. Out of bounds, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. Zach Arnett, the new head football coach at Mississippi State. So now we'll reference Zach Arnett, Lane Kiffin, Will Hall, among others, in the state of Mississippi. And uh, I... This is Out of Bounds, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. Brad Peterson will join us coming up next. It'll be a quick hit. We want to do a longer deal with that, but uh, Brad Peterson will join us at at 9.15 and and at least share one or two stories. Um, So the Mississippi State fan base has rallied around Zach Arnett, and that doesn't surprise me, and that's a good thing. Um. You know, I think Ross Dellinger just framed it up well. He got hired because of timing. It, you know, you can like Zach Arnett and the way he was trending and and feel like he was developing as a defensive coordinator and uh, the players like him. He's got good energy. You know, he's obviously magnetic and um, in his 30s, you know, kind of in your prime spot to recruit and relate to kids. But... Uh, uh, the reason why he's your head football coach is because of because of timing. Not because he was, you know, the best candidate, but you are where you are. He's gonna have to try to put this thing together, 
and um, he's working his tail off on the recruiting trail and and doing some good things. Uh, he's because of him, you're going to retain a lot of your roster. You don't ever, it doesn't matter who you are, Nick Saban, Kirby Smart, you don't retain all of your roster. But um, Zach is obviously loved by the players. And as Ross led on, Ross Dellinger, Sports Illustrated, uh, Mike was much sicker. And this is a delicate, fine line, but he was fighting pneumonia like systems, uh, symptoms at a pretty high level throughout the year and so there there's there's that uh and the play young people aren't dumb you know mm-hmm. and the players the players understand if it's oh he's sick like he's got a cold or it's really bad and um the players picked up on it especially if you're kind of talking to people the offensive players really uh because they were with him you know every single rep and practice and that's you know, he ran that unit top to bottom. Uh, that's why they don't have an offensive coordinator on staff. And and Zach Arnett will have to go out and hire a new offensive coordinator, where whether it's Chris Hatcher or, you know, any number of guys that people are, are throwing out. Um, some, you know, there, there's about seven or eight guys that are being thrown out. Uh, I do think it's interesting. Some of them do not have good offensive scoring efficiency numbers. <laughs> but, you know, anyway. Um, out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Brought to you by Bank Plus. Bank Plus, it's more than a name. It's a promise. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. And we uh, we thank them for uh, the relationship and the partnership. And we thought it was uh, just an absolute blast to do the Bank Plus Player of the Week throughout football season. Uh, we'll have Brad Peterson coming up he, next. He he worked for Mike Leach and Joe Moorhead and Dan Mullen, and he was a head coach for a long time at the high school level, two state championships, uh, played for another one at Brandon. Coach Gardner Minshew knows Will Rogers. Y- y'all know the drill. So, uh, and, and I think it's interesting that he'll be able to say, hey, you know, Dan, Joe, he got to see an SEC building with three different coaches. Blake? Yeah, I, I think it's interesting, and this is what I was going to ask you about. We have talked about this in a lot of manner and a lot of different contexts, none of which included a head coach dying while being the active head coach. So I'll put that caveat out there. I understand this is a unique situation. But it is a dangerous slope to allow players to decide who the head coach is. And in most instances, we frown on that. It, there in no way should a former player not or a current player not have their feelings heard or their thoughts heard. That's good. You should be heard. Sure. Doesn't mean you're right. Doesn't mean people have to do what you say. So your overall thoughts on the idea that the players kind of made this hire. I don't think they made the you hire. You don't? No. Okay. No, I think Dr. Mark Keenum made the uh, hire, and he looked at the landscape and the timing, and and that's – look, he has been so entrenched in this through the college football playoff. Yeah. It's – He's not a policy academia walk mm-hmm. that doesn't understand. He goes to all the football games and a lot of basketball and baseball, and he played college football, and he has now been through uh, three different coaches as the president of the university. Um, Dr. Mark Keenum wasn't going to let – it didn't mean that he didn't get some feedback from some leaders on the team. 
but that's absurd to think that the players made the hire. Yeah. Well, that's why I asked. I mean, because that's the the whole concept was well, thirty or forty of the players might leave yes. if you don't hire him. Yes, that was what Mark Keenum took into consideration. Correct. Nil, uh, your your roster getting gutted at maybe thirty percent, maybe more, you know, give or take, and the fact that uh, Arnett had been there for three years and actually run a division by himself. I think that's what people forget. Mike Leach let. Zach Arnett run the defense and recruit. Mm. He got to pick his players. That's important. That's an important factor. So Mike Leach did not meddle. He may have walked down and told Zach to get his SHIT together in a game. Okay. But but that doesn't mean that, you know, yeah. You know the drill. I understand. Right? Yeah. He's not saying, hey, we need more linebackers and Different. It's like, hey, we got to get pressure on the QB. That was Mike Leach. Yeah, yeah. like we yeah. got to get this guy off rhythm, whatever. But no, I'm with you. And I think it's, I don't, you know, this. So South Carolina, there was a lot of report that former players and and things like that pushed for Shane Beamer. That that was the big reason that Shane Beamer got the job at South Carolina. I understand that's uniquely different than this situation. I just always wonder that dynamic very is, is very slippery slope, in my opinion. I agree with you. I agree with you on that, but it, it we have uh, we're in a new space in the world of college football. Well, let me ask it like this: Let's say, let's say Joe Smith is coaching at Ole Miss or Mississippi State, and Joe Smith has a bad year and then a second bad year, and he gets fired after the Egg Bowl, right? Saturday, Sunday, Monday after the Egg Bowl. How many of Joe Smith's players are leaving in the portal? A lot, right? That's going to this be the day and age. That's going to be the case no matter whether your coach like Auburn's recruiting players back to Auburn that were in the portal. Correct. So freezing them now they're hellacious recruiters. Uh have and there's talk that Mississippi State's going to recruit maybe a player or two back from the Well, portal. you probably should. Yeah. You need you need to keep as many things on, you know, copacetic but I also think part of this argument is when you have players leave like that and you have a regime change, part of the job of the new regime is to go out and combat that by bringing new players in. Because when your players leave, there's got to be space open up. Some like players, it's it's a finite opportunity. There's all there's only so much space, and there's always more players than there is space. Yeah, I think I think Arnett has one year. He has one, one year. free year, is what he, you're saying. He has one year to prove if he can if he can get it done. Yeah. So what does that look like? What does what does prove it mean? Is it a record or is it like a culture thing or what's that? I don't necessarily that? think it's a record. Eight home games. But yeah, it could be. I think he's got to win every bit of seven games. I would think seven and five. And, and things have to look good too. You know, he's also understands the robbery, right? So. Um, that that would be Mississippi State Ole Miss. The Golden Egg Robbery. Show is brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. Uh, we're going to have Brad Peterson on. He worked for Mike Leach, Joe Moorhead, and Dan Mullen. And he was referenced in Sports Illustrated this week. Brad Peterson coming up on the Yingling Lager Guest Line. Baby, get a blister on your son. 
need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, Brad Peterson, longtime high school football coach and then worked on the staff for Dan Mullen, Joe Moorhead, and Mike Leach. And uh, what a, I think he could write a book after doing that. And uh, he joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line. Uh, Brad Peterson, good morning, my friend. Good morning, Bo. Um, all right. I, look, you were a coach for a long time. You had structured hours. You were, a head, you were an assistant coach, but then you were a head coach for a long time. Then you worked for Dan Mullen, Joe Moorhead, and Mike Leach. You went on this 12-day excursion with Coach Leach when he got hired to take him around and introduce him to everybody in the state, high school, junior college coaches. Talk about how vastly different his schedule was compared to Dan Mullins. First of all, he didn't have a schedule. (laughs) (laughs) And, I mean, listen, Spurrier told me, he was like, listen, I'm telling you, when y'all go, when you go somewhere, you better get a key to his room. And and if y'all if you want to leave at eleven, you better tell him ten. He said, "I'm not joking." I mean, and he starts telling some stories of you know him having to go in and literally get him. And 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 so anyway, our very first he gets here, and and so that Sunday is it's, uh, Martin Luther King weekend, and so that Sunday, that afternoon night, we we took off and uh, actually our very first stop was at Dylan Johnson's house and. So I drive. Bo, you there? Yeah, I got you, buddy. Okay, okay. I, I, didn't, I didn't. I'm sorry. So anyway, so I drive over there. They fly in the plane, pick them up. We, we go see. We go see Dylan. We take off from there. We go see. Uh, we go to Rolling Fork. See Caleb Ducking. We go to Grenada to see Forbes. We're hitting all of these at one time, uh, and we end up in, in in Jackson at the Weston. And and so we stay at the Weston. And so the next day we're supposed to go see go down to uh Brookhaven area to see Grant Jackson and and I knew so I, I had scheduled it for like noon. I thought, well, you know, for surely we'll be there at, at twelve o'clock. So, you know, I tell coach, hey listen, we're gonna we're gonna be there at so we need to leave here at eleven o'clock. And he's like, Okay, got it. I'm not gonna tell a grown man, you know, sure ten o'clock when I really mean eleven because if he'd have come down at ten I I'd I'd have been in a bind, you know, trying to figure out what to do for an hour. Well, I sit there and, and eleven o'clock, eleven fifteen, eleven thirty. He ain't come down, and and, and by eleven forty five, I've called Dave Emmerich. I'm like, Dave, 
you got to call coach. We got to go. And Dave just starts laughing. And I'm like, Dave, this ain't funny. We got, <laughs> we got a schedule. We got coach. Day. He's like, brother, there ain't no schedule. And I'm like, my gosh. Well, about 12.05, coach texts me and he's like, is there any coffee down there? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I said, do you want it black? Or, and he never responds. So I go and get him some coffee. And, of course, I'd been up since 8 o'clock. Sure. You know, and I'd already gone and got coffee and just waiting around thinking he'd come back. Anyway, he comes down on about 10 after 12, and, and I hand him his coffee, and he looks at me and says, you don't drink coffee? I'm like, yes, sir. I had mine about four hours ago. You know, we're good. Hey. We go now. Once you got him in the house, you know you could you could you could get him, keep him on schedule because you'd be like, "Hey, right, coach, we got to roll." He was good, but uh, that night, that Monday night, we ended up in Biloxi at Jaden Wally's house, and, and that may have been the, the funniest thing. But we go into Wally's house, and again, it was it was it was Martin Luther King's birthday, and and so we were we were not in school. Kids were not in school, so Wally had been hunting all day, and so he's wearing camouflage. Uh, and sits there, and, and, and Coach Leach gets to ask him, like, now, now what kind of hunting you've been doing? Cause we've, we've been, you know, deer hunting. And, and Coach Leach starts talking about, man, I just, I can't be that still and patient. And, and Wallace said, no, because we were, we're running dogs. And then, and then in Leach fashion, I'm talking about, he starts, I mean, what, what happens when the dog catches the deer? And I mean, and he starts, and everybody's laughing like, "Coach, dog don't catch a deer." Well, what happens when you shoot the dog? You know, and I mean, he's just he's just cutting up, but they are they are rolling, and we're rolling, and so um, anyway, yeah, it was it was a great twelve days for sure. And like I said, that night after we went up at Mary Mahoney's and hung out there with a with a good group, and um, so the night before when we were at the Weston, like I said, we, we sat there and it was Spur and Mealy and, and Mason Miller and myself and uh, may have been one more I don't remember and of course we stayed up late like that was like I said the Weston the Weston bar closes at ten but coach convinced the bartender to, to stay course. there with us, yeah. you know, and, and uh that was my first experience, first night in, in the night is he and telling stories and and he's looking dead Mason Miller in the face, and you know, and he's talking, and I'm watching, and I see Mason start texting, you know, recruiting whatever. I thought, oh boy, I didn't mean that. All all he did was turn to Spur then to kept finish the story. Spur gets up and goes to the bathroom right in the middle of what he's saying. And he just turns to me and just keeps, I mean, he just, as long as somebody is there, he was going. And then he would stop, and you had about forty five seconds where you could say something, right? And then there he goes again on whatever, but. Uh, so like I said, we stayed up really late that night, and then that, that Monday night, you know, we we leave Mary Mahoney's about midnight, and I thought, oh boy, hey, we're 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 headed in. Soon as we walk in the hotel, he takes a hard left and goes and just sits down, and expects me and Spur to come sit down with him, and we did, and just another hour and a half of listening to stories, and and I mean that was every night. <laughs> you could write a book on those twelve days, Brad Peterson. <laughs> Well, it, it is it is it is etched in my memory forever. I'll tell you that. Wow, and that had to be. I mean, you're a coach, and you worked under structured coaches prior to that. That just had to like blow your mind that someone didn't really have a schedule because that's what coaching is. You had already been ahead for twenty years. The uh, 
the the night that Ross Dillinger wrote about when we were in Hattiesburg, which we, we can go. I was going to quick details on that. First of all, we get to Hattiesburg, and, and a lot of times when I'd go to Hattiesburg, if I had Joe with me or or, or Coach Leach, and I'd be like, I'd, I'd hey, Jay Hobson, who's head coach of Southern Miss, and I'd do the same thing if we were down there with Will Hall or wherever. I'd say, hey, we're in town. Uh, coach would like to meet you. And Jay was like, come to our house. Well, we go to, to Hobson's house that night, got there about 9 o'clock. We have been in Waynesboro earlier. And and Michelle, Jay's wife, fixed us, me and Coach, something to eat. Had a plate ready for us. We ate. Well, Jay, they get to talking, where are you from? Well, Cody, Wyoming. And, and Jay asked about Yellowstone, and that was it. <laughs> coach, coach then for the next hour and a half, he is he's standing up. He's draw. He drew a map of Yellowstone, and he's telling Jay where to go in, where to stay the first night. Now the second day, you want I me? Mean, and I looked at Michelle. I was like, "Are y'all going to Yellowstone?" And she said, "Well, I didn't think we were, but maybe we are now." So, I, you know, but but as we left that night, I mean, we we leave we leave Jay's house at whatever eleven fifty, um, and we get back down to the to the hotel there in Hattiesburg. And, we check in and we are walking to the elevator, and literally it is it is twelve o two, and he says, "Where are we going now?" I'm like, "Coach, there ain't nowhere open on Wednesday night in Hattiesburg." Oh, Brad, there's got to be. Well, I pull up my phone and, and patio forty four closed, Buffalo Wild Wings closed, a couple other places closed, closed, and and he was. I've not been asleep before midnight since I was in the sixth grade. He said, my mama stayed up late, so therefore I stayed up late. And he said, I just can't sleep. I wish I could. Well, by then, we're in our room. I'm in my room. He's in his room. And I get a text. Did you find anywhere? I was like, Coach, there, there's a few places. Well, let's go check them out. And all right, so early, let me back up. I got about a minute. Yeah, all right. Anyway, so we go in there to the karaoke bar. Is 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 the karaoke girl? I mean, the karaoke guy and the, and the bartender and me and him and in the stage. He gets up on stage and sings. And uh, there's absolutely nobody in there. The girl's cleaning up, and I'm sitting there watching. There's nobody filming or nothing. So there's no video. You had a free Mike Leach concert, Brad Peters. Free Mike Leach concert. Hey, we're gonna do more of this, but thank you so much for hanging out with us this morning. Absolutely, see you both. Thanks. All right, Brad Peterson. Uh, he is now with the Machado. A design group designed to build out of Biloxi, Mississippi, head of business development, Brad Peterson, uh, former coach and worked with Mike Leach, joined us on the Yingling Lager guest line. Phenomenal, phenomenal stories. Uh, we're live in the Bank Plus studio. The show is driven by your next Ram truck at Mac Hike and Flowood. MacHikeFlowood.com. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today 
at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Does this work? The Out of Bounds Show is powered by the award-winning golf courses at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club in Philadelphia, Mississippi. Uh, Good morning. Welcome in. You can watch the show right now on YouTube. Search Out of Bounds Sports or Facebook. Search the Out of Bounds Show. This is ESPN 105.9 The Zone. And the Out of Bounds Show is driven by your next Ram truck at Mack Hike in Flowood. MackHikeFlowood.com. If you're in the market for a pre-owned truck or SUV. And our guests join us on the Yingling Lager guest line. We welcome in Ross Dellinger, Sports Illustrated. SI.com. And Ross wrote uh, two outstanding articles this week. Uh, One on Mike Leach, the most interesting man alive. Stories about Mike Leach paint his life picture. And then also he followed that up with uh, inside Zach Arnett's abrupt ascension at Mississippi State. And he walks you through um, how Mike Leach hired Zach Arnett, which is amazing, at a bar on a three-hour phone call. Uh, Ross Dellinger, good morning. How are you? Good, Bo. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Tell me about the first time you met uh, the pirate, Mike Leach. Yeah, he was. Uh, it was a couple months into his uh, first year at Mississippi State. He just got hired a couple months before that, and I visited. It actually was one week before the COVID shutdown. Uh, it was the first week of March in 2020, and uh, <laughs> spent uh, two days in Starkville, Um went uh so went out went out twice on the on the on the night uh with with leach uh with, with him and his staff to the grill ate and drank and all that stuff i remember the grill i think you know it was a midweek visit and the grill closed like at nine o'clock well all the mississippi state coaches there and leach and me and uh, we walk in like at eight thirty, you know or something like that or um and they stay open they stayed open for for us past well past 10 i think they closed at nine or so and they they'd stay open probably to 11 or even later and then finally <laughs> the waiter the waitress came over and was like you, you guys gotta go you know <laughs> we gotta shut down so um i remember walking out you know as they said there's no there's no quick conversation with mike leach um if you thought it was gonna be five minutes it's gonna be 45 you thought it was gonna be 45 it's gonna be an hour and a half and so we're walking out to his car. All the coaches had left. Everybody had left. The, the restaurant's dark. Um, and we're walking out. And we stood in the parking lot for, I kid you not, probably 45 more minutes just standing in the parking lot talking. He just, it was constant. He uh, he hit on so many different topics. 
he had um he had knowledge of so many different issues and topics and he wanted to talk about them all um and it was yeah it was, that was my that was my introduction to uh to mike leach uh during that two days with mike what's the one whether you were in the building having lunch dinner you know kind of what what's the one thing that really jumped out at you ross well, it's it's just that like it it amazed me how he could talk about so many different things that have nothing to do with uh, with each other. Um, uh, you know, he he could talk about the history of the Navajo Indians uh, in one sentence, uh, and then switch over to the state of the U.S. economy in, in another. Um, and, and talk about them each pretty well, pretty knowledgeable. Uh, that's what that's what really stuck out when you were when you were around him is just his vast array of of knowledge on topics. When uh, who who told you about the? Well, I don't know if it was John Cohen or a staffer or who. But he would take – we knew he would take calls during practice, Texas Tech, Washington State, Mississippi State. But who told you the story about Donald Trump calling him during practice and him taking the call during practice? Yeah, well, uh, several people. So, that yeah, that, that came from – and I knew that um, – you know, obviously I knew that before I, before this week. I had, I had knowledge that he was – he would take calls from, from Trump during practice. Um um, so that, that came from several people, but, you know, he, one thing Leach didn't do, um, you know, I wrote a little bit about this is he had a lot of celebrity type friends, kind of like that, kind of like Trump. And he didn't really talk about him a whole lot. And especially didn't talk about his relationship with Trump. Uh, I think he kind of knew how divisive Trump was in he or is, and he, he didn't, he didn't talk, he just didn't talk about him very much. Uh, yeah. he didn't talk about their relationship. So not until after his death did people really want to talk about that uh on the record really um you know and so i was able to get a couple people to talk yeah one john cohen uh, eric george i think also talked to me a little bit about it um the deputy ad at, at mississippi state uh and they yeah they you know it's it's uh it's a it's a funny story of you know they're all the administrators are at practice and they see they see mike step away uh, on a phone call, and then they asked him, you know, afterward who it was, and he said, um, you know, Donald Trump, and they're just kind of like floored. Uh, and the thing is, 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 and I wrote it in there, but Leach took quite a bit of calls at practice. He he would talk to reporters, uh, actually, at practice. He would take calls from reporters at practice. There's stories of reporters hearing whistles and such in the background, they're like, uh, Coach, what are you doing? And oh, I'm at practice. And they're like, you know, you don't, you don't have to like talk to me and give the interview now. It's like, no, no, it's like, you know, I'm okay. Like, let's just keep keep going. So he could, he could just, he would, he wants to, he wanted to have a conversation and a debate uh, anytime, even if it was right in the middle of practice. Uh, can you imagine, like any other, just about any other college fo- football coach you've. You've interviewed a hundred of them, if not more. Can you imagine all the other guys taking a phone call, especially from a reporter in practice, and taking twenty minutes or so? Yeah, no, no. And and uh, I'm I'm asked a lot about who my 
you know, most interesting coaching interviews are. People always want to know like uh, how a coach is, you know, when you, when you can get them one-on-one or go to dinner with them or whatever. So I always get the question of who the most interesting or who your favorite or who, you know, whatever. And uh, there's, there's, it's always the same answer. Uh, You know, there, there are two that are uh, different, you know, more unique than any other coach I've ever been around. And it's Dana Holgerson and Mike Leach. And they're, they're on the same tree actually. And they're very good for them. They were very close friends. Uh, In fact, Dana texted me either Sunday or Monday and he was, you know, he was pretty shook by uh, by everything yeah. that's happened with Mike because they're very close. Um, but they're very different than uh, any other coach. They're just so unique in their own way. Um, if you met them on the street, you would have no idea that they were a, a major college head football coach. Ross Stellinger, SI.com, two uh, great pieces this week, one on Mike Leach and one on Zach Arnett. He joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line. One of my favorite uh, parts of your article on Leach this week was the fact that he lived in uh, one of the left field lofts right when he got to Mississippi yeah. State. Yeah. And I knew this because I knew the, which one he was in, uh, but that he didn't want to move out because he loved uh, walking to the building just like he lived right off campus at Washington State. Talk a little bit about that, Ross. Yeah, Le- Leach, uh, notorious for uh, walking everywhere. Um, he, he didn't drive. Uh, Dave Emmerich, uh, who, who was basically his right-hand man for 20 years, and actually left last year, left Mississippi State for USC, but uh, he was his right-hand man all the way going back to, like, uh, certainly the Texas Tech days, but even before that, they were together at Kentucky when Leach was an assistant. Uh, Dave said in, in, you know, 25 years or so around him, he has only seen him drive one time. It was in 1997. So I, I don't I don't know um, the last time that he drove a vehicle. I have no idea. His wife might uh, might know, but he just didn't drive. So when he wanted to get somewhere, either a graduate assistant, a support staff member, uh, an administrator at Mississippi State, drove him, or he walked. And um, so Washington State, he lived right off campus, and he walked to work every day. Uh, even in the snow, 20 degrees, whatever, he walked to work. Uh, in Mississippi State, they put him up, like you said, yeah, in the baseball stadium condos there in left field, and uh, he was there for several months and um, did not want to move out. Uh, <laughs> you know, him and Sharon could not find a house they liked. I remember visiting, and they just could not find a house they really liked, and, and he liked the condo so much, and Obviously, those condos cost a lot of money. Donors had bought those condos. It's a primo seat for the baseball games. And uh, Mississippi State officials basically had to kick him out. You know, they had to, they had to tell him, you, you've got to go. Uh, and I think Sharon and his wife really probably didn't want to live, um, you know, in a 900-square-foot place uh, <laughs> permanently. So there was that as well. But but it was so close to camp. You know, it was so close to everything. He loved it. He, he wanted to stay there and and uh, yeah, that's typical Leach. You know, he he um, you know he wasn't uh, obsessed with uh, you know the glamour um, right. of, of of things. You know, he made five million dollars a year. The guy could have um, you know had some of the nicest possessions in the world, uh, it, but he didn't. He didn't care. You know, there's a really quick story. I didn't even write about this story from Brandon Langlois, the the associate 
athletic director yeah. and, and head of communications at Mississippi State was really close with Mike, and and he 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 had a rough week, uh, but. He would drive Mike a lot. He'd pick him up from the house. He would drive him to different events, speaking engagements, press conferences, what 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 you have. And um, he says one time Mike was on the road and Brandon was going to go meet him somewhere in an event, uh, probably an alumni speaking event. And Mike called him and said, "Hey, I need some Hawaiian shirts." Brandon said, "What oh, Hawaiian shirts? Like for what?" And, oh, I just you know I need a, I, I want to wear some Hawaiian shirts. I got this event. So Brandon went to Walmart. And uh, he bought five dollar, like a basket of five dollar Hawaiian shirts. Like spent like twenty five dollars, bought like five Hawaiian shirts. Went and uh, gave them to Mike. Really cheap shirts, you know, looked pretty cheap. Whatever. Gave them to Mike. Mike loved them. Fell in love with them. <laughs> Brandon said, still wore them up until the day he died. Basically, still wore these five dollar Walmart. Hawaiian shirts. This is a man who made five million dollars, and it just tells you a lot about about Mike and uh, you know what he cared about in life. That's incredible. Ross Stellinger, Sports <laughs> Illustrated, SI.com, on the Yingling Lager guest line, uh, celebrating Mike Leach's life and his impact on all of us in college football. You know, Ross, we've been around a lot of coaches. They're all so many of them are so guarded, and he he just he just wanted to chew the fat and have a drink and hang out and you know that and I know you've been around so many coaches that uh, don't give you anything right because they're so paranoid and guarded and Mike Leach was the opposite of that he was um, you know I, it's interesting he was guarded about one topic football. Yeah, Mike. Mike didn't want to talk about football. He 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 wanted to talk about anything else, um, outside of football. Uh, he he did not he did not want to spend time talking about football. One person when I was going through all the all the um, interviews, one interview, uh, I, I forgot even who it was. Uh, this person was talking about Mike and football and how he he thought that Mike never wanted to talk about football because he knew things about football in the game and he didn't want to share them. He, he didn't want to give away the secrets. Uh, and he, so that he didn't talk about football very much. He talked about anything else. Um, but you know, you, you do, you do kind of wish that, um, there were coaches out there, um, that would, uh, that would, uh, be a little more open and relaxed, uh, with you, um, like Mike was, you know, he, he just, he was so, uh, the, the, the way he talked about subjects, uh, he, he just, he didn't care. You would have never thought he was a major college football coach and a celebrity because he really, he really didn't care, um, uh, what, what he, what he said in a lot of ways. And sometimes that backfired, of course, especially sure. on Twitter, right? We've seen that. We saw that backfire a little bit on Twitter with him his first few months on the job at Mississippi State. But that, that was one of the uh, great things about him is that he was a, a coach and a celebrity who just uh, didn't think of himself like that and so didn't really care what he what he said and would would talk to you about virtually anything except football. Uh, and um, I remember trying to – God, I, I was in his office in 
first week of October, I visited there. So about two months ago or so. And um, we were in his office talking about Will Rogers and the quarterback. And I was trying to get him to tell me about Will and the Heisman Trophy and him not being in consideration. And he did talk about it a little bit. And then I went to about, hey, how is he in your offense? And tell me about your offense, how it fits him. And there was just nothing. Like he just <laughs> he did not he did not want to talk about it. He wanted to switch gears and wanted to talk about NIL in in the state of college athletics and uh, name, image, and likeness stuff in Congress and uh, NIL bill and um, yeah, it um, that's that's how that's who he was. Did you hear Ross Dellinger, Sports Illustrated, about you? Did did you hear the story about? him meeting Charles Barkley at a party and Charles Barkley picking him up. Yeah. I saw that last night, Dave Emmerich, the, the, you know, his former uh, kind of chief of staff tweeted that, tweeted that story out last night or, or yesterday. And I saw it last night. I texted Dave who I interviewed for the, my story earlier this week. And uh, I said, Dave, you, you kept that story from me, man. That, that would have been great in my list of stories. That would have been fantastic. And uh, Dave said, dude, there's so many stories that they just keep, you know, they're going to randomly come back to me, uh, you know, and probably for months now, he'll probably oh, yeah. remember these stories that just randomly pop into his head. But that story is great, isn't it? Like he went to, a, he went to some event, Charles Barkley was there, Dave later on, Dave asked him, "Yeah, how was the event?" Well, I met Charles Barkley. He picked me up, and Dave said, "Well, where were you at? What do you, you know, he picked you up in his car?" And Mike said, "No, he picked me up physically and carried me around the party." <laughs> Unbelievable, uh, Ross Dellinger on the Out of Bounds show. So, uh, can you imagine? You did a you did a hell of a piece on Zach Arnett and how Mike Leach hired him. Um, at a bar in DeSoto County on the phone. Um, mm. And Arnett had just been hired by uh, Syracuse, so it was kind of a quick turnaround there and maybe a, a big recruiting lobbying effort from from Mike Leach, uh, Fox and Hound Bar and Grill in in North Mississippi. But kind of segue in a little bit, uh, you know, Mike's coming off winning seven games and eight games. He had to rebuild the thing. Moorhead had, had driven the program into the ground and, Mike's won a pretty nice amount of games the last two years. Can you imagine being 36 years old or 37 and and having to even tr- attempt to fill Leach's shoes, Ross? Was that Garnett? Yeah, it's uh, those are those are shoes, at least from an off the field perspective, that no one could fill. Um, but uh, it, it is it's a tall task uh, for for Zach, and you know he's obviously. Zach is incredibly young, right? He's 36 years old. Uh, he um, uh, he just got to major college level at Mississippi State for uh, forever. He was, um, you know, a, a assistant at New Mexico and San Diego State. Uh, it, it just uh, it, this is a a wide world. He's stepping in. He's the youngest coach in the SEC by three years. He he may be the second. We don't. I don't know this completely yet I'm working with the SEC office on it but he's the second youngest coach we think in in SEC football history uh and uh, uh Mike Archer from LSU is the was the youngest think, at 34 35 but okay. but he he's so he's really young and um it's 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 going to be interesting to see you know he's got a lot of respect there from a lot of people around the university and from a lot of players and 
you know, let's just cut through the the BS. Like they partly hired him because they were in because this timing, this yeah. this bad bad timing, right? Like like you got the transfer portal that's that's buzzing and players are getting players of Mississippi State's team are getting offers, probably NIL, you know, big NIL offers to leave now that they don't have a coach or didn't at the time. Um, you know, you got that going. You got signing day. You're trying to hold together a class next next week. You, you're right in the middle of bowl prep. So, but partly because of timing, he got the job, but also partly because he does have a lot of respect there in his in the the players really like him. You know, I'll give you a little snippet here that I really haven't written about, but um, you know, Mike was sick during the season. I don't think people understand like really how sick he was, but he had very like serious pneumonia type symptoms. I don't know if it was specifically pneumonia, but it was certainly symptoms you would you would you would uh, classify with with kind of pneumonia like um, just uh, bad bad awful cough and fatigue and all that. And you know it got to the point where I think some of the players were like, oh man, like coach is really sick, and they went to some folks high up uh, and said, look, if coach can't go anymore. I just want you to know, you know, we we're behind Zach. We like Zach. You know, he's our guy, kind of thing. So they re- he really had the support of the players, including not just defensive players but offensive players, and specifically, you know, the quarterback Will Rogers. I, I think likes likes Zach a lot, and and that was big in all this. Uh, and then let's not let's not uh, look past Zach's units. I mean, they've been really really good. I think his first year they were like ranked fiftieth. The last two years they're in the top thirty, thirty five or so. Uh, in defensive uh, statistics, so they've been they've been really good. Well, uh, you did a great job, man, on both your both your articles this week, and uh, we appreciate you uh, spending some time with us. And uh, we'll catch up again soon. We appreciate it, Ross Dellinger. Thanks, man. Thanks, Bo. Thanks, Ross Dellinger. SI dot com. Two articles this week, um, both on Mike Leach, but. Um, one with some wonderful Mike Leach stories, and then the other one on how Mike Leach hired Zach Arnett. If uh, look, if you're a Hell State fan, a college football fan, you want to go to si.com, pull up both. They're fantastic. Ross Dellinger on the Yingling Lager guest line spent a couple of days with Mike Leach uh, a week or so before COVID shut everything down, which was about a month into uh, Leach's tenure. No, 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 two. About a month and a half into Leach's tenure at Mississippi State. Blake? Isn't it interesting that Mississippi State has two monumental sports instances that originate in a bar? Their baseball stadium was designed in a bar, and their new head football coach was hired in a bar. Just going to throw that out there. That's They're both factual statements. You do with that what you will. I'm just saying they're factual statements. Yeah. Those people... So the baseball, the the original baseball stadium was designed. The original, in, no, no, no. I'm saying the original thought for the new stadium. Got it. Was designed in that bar in Omaha. They okay. set in the bar and they set an idea for a okay. new cathedral of the stadium. Obviously, they designed it in an architecture studio. I understand sure, that. Sure. But but the the thought, the original idea of we need to rebuild it. I'll have to ask. Yeah, that Michael story's been told. Yeah. Them. Okay. It, it's a oh, what is it? Something parrot? The something parrot bar or something? In Omaha, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and now Mike Leach. I mean, you heard Charlie Winfield. Mike Leach was essentially hired at a bar. Uh, yeah, they his the poolside bar, <laughs> bicycle shop to Leach's yeah. house, and probably and now hit that. Arnett was hired at a bar. 
That's incredible. And Mike Mike was on the phone with Zach Arnett yeah. for three hours yeah. at the Fox and they just made the Fox and Hound famous. I'm just saying. We may have to go take a road trip to DeSoto County in South Haven. The Out of Bounds Show 1059, the Zone ESPN, brought to you by Juniker Jewelry Store. Guys, if you're in the if you're looking for those uh that pair of earrings, the engagement ring, necklace, you name it, uh bracelet, all at Juniker Jewelry Store in Madison on Highland Colony. We appreciate Ross Dellinger stopping by and hanging out with us today. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.